Well, hello, I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewalk. And, and this, this is Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly. About being married to each other. And the industry. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Pretty well. Busy. Busy. Very busy. What you working on? Um, a, a lot. Uh, and, and nothing <laughs> all at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got uh, a property that just went uh, live last week. We Woo-hoo! talked about it. Yeah. Um, and then we're expecting some, uh, hopefully a multiple offer situation going down for that. Great. You've got of, one, right? As of right now, we have one. That's Amazing. A, that's looking health healthily above listing price, which is nice. Great. Um, yeah. And then... And you have to play... Chauffeur. I get to play chauffeur. <laughs> I get to play chauffeur on Friday for uh, a rental, uh, a renter who is looking to move here from Miami. So she's going to be looking at a lot of uh, high-end rental units. So I'll be picking her from the airport and driving her around because I guess that's what I do now. You have nine appointments. Uh, I might be adding more to it depending. Wow. Just wow. it's yeah. just to see as many things as possible. Yeah. Um. So that by the time she gets to the unit that she originally wanted to look at. She either knows if that's the winner or If that's loser. it or not. That makes sense. Um, that makes sense. And then if she's here for a year and it's going well, she might buy at that point? No, she's planning on buying next year. That's great. Yeah. So uh, we'll get through a year uh, and I'll just keep in touch, um, you know, when it's COVID appropriate. Um, right, right. Offer to take her out for coffee, you know, like the, the schmoozing stuff that the you do. The schmoozing stuff that you're going to be so great at. Um, and then uh, I had two auditions this past yeah, week. Yeah, talk um, about that. One's for a YouTube series and the other is for a feature film. One would shoot in Brooklyn, the other would shoot in Atlanta. Um, very, very cool. Very, very different characters. <laughs> um, very uh, different. That first one, though, my gosh, it was hard keeping a straight face putting you on because you, it was just so perfect for you, but so not who you are. Yeah. But there are so many aspects of your personality you were able to bring in there where yeah. it was just so and how, funny. And how weird is I got like a compliment on the audition. I not know. how weird, but like it's always nice to get those little bits of affirmation. Yeah. We don't we don't do art for the affirmation, no, but it's we nice. don't. I think we were talking about it and I, I had mentioned the story um to you of that film I had auditioned for. This was already three, four years ago. Probably longer but now. But I got the most glowing feedback from this director is just talking about I wish I could cast natural you in every one this of my films. And, and this and how your eyes and this and the other and just your expression and your emotion. And it, yes, and then it said, I wish I could cast you in every film I make. And then I didn't get it. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> my mom was like, industry. wait, hold on. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't book it? I'm like, no, nope, no, nope, that's just how it goes. But you rarely get feedback. Yeah. So it's and always, so it's nice. It's nice when you do. And they responded. Quick, yeah. yeah. So that that felt. I think they're just really good. waiting on my audition, so that's a compliment as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then the other one, um, I was. So the story that they're telling with the monologue that I auditioned with, I don't love, but the monologue itself, I actually do like, and I'm going to be incorporating it into, um, like I'm going to sh- like uh, set up a situation where I can shoot it for a reel. So that'd be good. Oh, that's what you meant the other night. You yeah. actually want to have that for. Yeah. Like real footage. Yeah, that's great. I think you should. I just had do a curiosity. The scene that we just. What did you think I meant? I think <laughs> that's what I thought you meant, but I was already so brain dead and exhausted because oh, okay. it had just been a day. A day. Yeah. And I, I had, I heard it, but I don't think it fully registered because I think you should put the scene that we did for you, like that scene should be up 
on. <laughs> it's just so funny. It's so funny. Um, it's just, it's really strange, not strange, but how things are shifting and some offices like it, some offices don't, some higher up, you know, cause there are different tiers. So I'm talking, you know, networks and studios and the, the higher, the higher tier, as opposed to just the regular real, they actually want to see what you're doing. And so a lot of people are putting good quality, of course, but not just, you know, their five co-stars from network bash together, but actually putting a scene yeah, up something that shows your style on the breakdown services that you can then have be submitted f- with. Um, and it's really interesting how things are shifting that way and who is open to it and who's not. But that's it's definitely where it's I figure, gearing. I figure at this point it's also the beginning of the year. Um, you know, pilots, whatever that means this year, uh, are gearing yeah, up. Yeah, we were just talking about and that in a in, in class, giving your team as many tools as possible to pitch you with to show your to showcase your capabilities, your talents. Um, you know, it can't hurt. Yeah, but uh, how but how pilot season as we know it truly is over. Over. I mean, w- when I moved out, it was so still in the the older mindset of January to May. And March was when, like, you know, the working actor really started working because at first it's just the series regs and yeah. people. And then it all culminates with Upfronts in New York and the shows are picked up and you go and uh, there's pilot season. And then as other networks started rolling out, you know, there'd be a pilot for TNT shooting in October or yeah. a pilot for, you know... HBO. Is, is HBO or in, in July. But it was still very much the January to May mentality. Then streaming happened... And now it's much more of a year-round thing, and now COVID. So like, it's it's this wacky thing because pilot season this year specifically is going to be nothing like past years, and it's going to be the real definitive defining factor moving forward of what it's going to be like and how it's just going to be a yearly moving in, moving out. And that pilot season, you know, when New York actors would come for six months and they'd split, no, that's not going to be... A thing anymore, and well, it's just you're also not going to need to because you can do a lot well, that of that too. You can do so much digitally because the adjustment you would only that's come out made. for yeah. uh, the, the network and studio tests you still have to come out for, and yeah. the chemistry reads you still have to come of out course. for. But even to round three, you wouldn't need to come out anymore. Just do it via Zoom. Yeah, why would you? Why would you? Yeah. Um, and then when you know the network who they really want to test, they'll fly out. But it's it's just while things ebb and flow and shift all the time. But I think certain things were shifting this way mm-hmm. regardless, mm-hmm. but COVID really moved it all along in a way. I mean, remember when headshots went from black and white to color? There are these moments. Like my first set of headshots were black and white. <laughs> um, my second set was also black and white. There's just this. I'm not that old. There are, my first set. I'm old. There are these, there are these big shifting moments, moments yeah, yeah in, in Hollywood, and we are on one right now. Speaking of COVID and Hollywood and mm-hmm. award season. It's all getting jumbled and weird. It's getting jumbled and weird. Yeah. The SAG awards are now being pushed into April. Mm-hmm. They've never been in April, but f- it was going to be the same day as the Grammys in March and they didn't want the conflict, but it just keeps also, pushing. Also, to be fair, the because I'm on the nominated committee for the TV, the amount of content that there is to watch yeah. is staggering. It is. I can't imagine once they start sending out, um, once a film side, once all those nominees are set up, mm-hmm. what that's going to look like. Because you're talking about like how many films are going to be streaming? Are going to be like, streaming this year? It's going to yeah. be a completely different year. It's going to be completely different. 
I feel like we're going to be saying that until 2023 when things maybe will hit some kind maybe of Maybe hit a, a balance. Perhaps. Yeah. You know. Mayhaps. We'll once see. vaccines are rolled out and everyone can get them. Speaking of <laughs> vaccines, we had a, a little thing go down. So my mom was sent a text from a friend saying, hey, I got this. I was able to sign up. A get, very get yourself good friend. A very, very good friend. <laughs> you know, sign up. And we went, oh, great. Because, you know, Maryland, as with most states, are still in phase 1A. And it's really just the healthcare workers mm-hmm. in front line. And, uh, but then you're hearing things like it happened in Florida and in a couple other places. Not everyone is opting to get the vaccine, mm-hmm. which I want you to tell your CVS story in a second. So oh, yeah. we're going to pin that. Um, and then they have these vaccines that either need to be used or thrown out. So they are opening up the doors and trying to get some people in. So there are people who we know who have gotten it who aren't in the medical field. So we were like, oh, could this possibly be? And because of my Crohn's, I'm technically 1C. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm in I'm one like of the three. earlier. <laughs> you're like at the very end because you're young and healthy. Um, I am too, but that's not what I meant. Uh, you do have a pre-existing condition. But I condition. do have a pre-existing condition. So I sign up and it seemed a little too easy. And, and it was like, you're confirmed. And I got the slot. And, you know, it was asking all these questions. Are you pregnant, nursing, pre- yeah. planning to become pregnant? Do you have an autoimmune? What's your mother's maiden name? All these things. That's a red flag question to and me. And it was like, you are asking a whole lot of stuff, but most of it seemed totally legit. And then I went, I wonder if I could get Jason one. I'll probably deny it because it asks you all these specific things mm-hmm. to make sure you're eligible. And I got him an appointment. Mm. And I went, huh. interesting. <laughs> so mom, dad, pop, pop, my brother Seth was looking into it. Um, and then it came out that there are these groups of people who are scamming and they're trying to take your personal, be careful guys, these your personal information and make money off of, I mean, people come out of the woodwork and do horrible things. Mm-hmm. But this one was just kind of like, Really? So we were like, ignore it, ignore it. Don't click any of the links when they send you a confirmation. Or, or, or we, were, we were all getting these reschedule your yeah. thing, click here. And then last night I got a, you are confirmed. See you tomorrow at 1245. And I went, huh? And then my mom got it, dad got it, grandfather. And I went, hold on, wait, wait. So I called the hospital to, this morning for like final clarification because I was having wacky dreams last night um, of I went to go get the vaccine and then... Jason was in the waiting room and they took me in and they gave me the shot, but then it wasn't the shot. It was some weird sedative. And then I was sold into sex trafficking and I had to like try to get a message through to Jason that I was alive because they said that my body got lost. And it was like the weirdest dream. I think you should write that down. And then I, <laughs> I woke up like and I went to Jason movie. and was like, what was that? Are we going to get in trouble tomorrow? He goes, no, we're not going to get in trouble tomorrow. Then I had another dream that we all got arrested for showing up because it was a scam. And I was like, like, what? Sounds like a steroid dream. Right? Uh, prednisone. So I called this morning, got through to someone who was lovely. And I, and I asked and they said, yes, yes. It's not real, but it was a legitimate link. Someone on the staff was trying to get their family signed up so that they could also get it. And somehow it got leaked and got spread around. So there were a bunch of people making appointments and they were quote legitimate appointments, but they're only, they're, they're they're turning people away away because they're only doing it for their registered staff and you need your medical ID. Mm -hmm. Um, But it did open up to healthcare professionals in the therapist world and things like that as well. So I'm glad it's moving and people are getting there. It's the first step. But your everyone's turn will come, and you'll be able to be just safe. be safe and patient until then. 
Tell your story from CVS yesterday. <laughs> so I was picking up some medication for Amelia, and the the farm tech or cashier, wherever you'd want to describe him, is ringing me out, and he's chatting with somebody else behind the counter, saying like, "Oh no, y'all, I'm never gonna get the uh, never gonna get that vaccine. You can't rush a vaccine out that fast." And I looked at him, I was like, well, "As soon as I can, I'm gonna get the vaccine. My wife's immune compromised." He's like, "Well, well, you know, everyone's got their circumstances," and I was like. He's like, but you trust something that's being rushed out that fast? I was like, they've been working on a vaccine for COVID since 2003. This is just like, they've been working on it since SARS. This is just a novel coronavirus. So it, it seems super new and seems like they haven't been working on it for about the last nine months. But this has been almost two decades worth of intense of work truly working. by the... Um, by the infectious disease community on trying to figure out a remedy. And it was only because of a breakthrough in technology in this past year, because there was really no limit to funding on trying to find the cure or try to find a remedy that they were able to, you know, make these leaps and bounds. And that's the reality of, um, uh, of developing vaccines and vaccination in general is the only limit is funding. Because right, the technology right. is there to figure out nearly everything that can have a vaccine. The ability to discover that vaccine is there. It's the patience and the willingness to fund it. And thankfully, the funding was there because of the Defense Production Act and lots of other things that a lot of barriers between government and private business were taken away to, you know, save the world. And I looked at this guy and he was like, oh, like, I didn't give him that whole speech. But it was, no, no, you didn't. I was just like, you know, they've been working on it since 2003. And he's like, wow, I never really thought about it like that. You just gave me some good information. And I'm thinking, you were. You're in the. Well, not just that. Not only are you field. in the pharmaceutical slash medical field, but people who come in here who are complete laypersons. They're going to ask they're, questions. But they're going to see him and his opinions as expert-based. Yeah. And not have the... Oh, I didn't think about ...bandwidth that and understanding that they actually should then do another layer of research themselves. Uh-huh. And this isn't uh-huh. like the like the Google, oh, I found a YouTube thing that says the vaccine gives you wings. Um, <laughs> this is more like, hey, why are you taking the word of an anecdotal, an anecdotal response from somebody who you don't even know their qualifications. Right. But it could. It c- he could have impacted a dozen people with you shouting that out loud. There could be a dozen people that don't get the vaccine. And then from those dozen people, you're talking a, a ripple Infection, effect. Infection, right. I know. Well, I'm glad you spoke up and said something, yeah, but it, it did surprise polite. me. Was, no, and very staying nice polite too. about it and having a civil conversation, which we need those. We just days. need those so, so badly. But it, it was a little surprising to hear... A pharmaceutical, yeah, thing, being like, I'm not getting that. I was like, oh boy, yeah, oh boy. Um, I'm, I am. Con- <laughs> I've been watching a lot of funny TikToks about the uh, about the vaccine. They're like, but they're gonna inject you with a tracking device, and then someone's like, wait, they're gonna track you without your consent? You mean like those nine digits they give you at birth without your consent <laughs> that track literally everything you do? Yeah, that. Wah, wah. Like, there's things that you like. Um, certain parts of the global population are scared about, yeah. that's already happening. Yeah. If you have a cell phone, they're tracking You're you. You're being tracked. It's a matter of the Surprise. access the government has to that information. Right. And hopefully, right. you know, private industry and privacy acts are able to, you know, firewall things off. But, you know, when you decide to mount an insurrection against the government, those privacy laws oh, and those protections boy. and securities yeah. seem like almost justifiable to do away with, even though they're not. Good segue. Did you read the article about hmm. the 14th Amendment 
and possibly putting that into play and how a lot of people don't know about it, but it, this actually fully and completely falls under that and it would prevent him from ever running again. And it can also affect the people in the seats mm. of power who like tried to flip the... I would actually have to Google what the 14th Amendment is. I don't know what the 14th Amendment is. I, I know what the 13th I, is, but I don't know what the 14th is. It was a... Uh, we can pull it up. I think I saw it on the... Well, okay. Post. Why don't you vamp on this post? But it, but it was no. We we can always come back to it later on. But I saw this today and went, oh, because they were like, yeah, now that Pence won't do the twenty fifth, and all these Republicans are coming out saying we will vote for impeachment now, get him out. The thing is, then he could come back in four years, which I know a lot of people are talking about. But there's this thing; it hasn't been used since the eighteen hundreds with uh, Ulysses S. Grant and and something that was going on there. But there's something in the Fourteenth Amendment, and I'm not a history buff in any way. I really didn't know about it, but it completely lines up with what just happened and it would remove him and also not allow him to run again. Section three of the 14th amendment. That's it. You want to read it? No person shall be a Senator representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office civil or military under the United States or under any state who having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of the state legislature or as an executive uh, or judicial officer of any state to, su- to support the Constitution of the United States <clears throat> shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same uh, or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may, be, may by vote two-thirds of each house remove such disability. So Boom. Invoking the 14th Amendment, the, thir- the third section of the 14th Amendment yes. to say that he... Which has not happened since, I think it was like 18... I don't remember what that, the, but the... Yeah, the, it would be the Civil War in response right. to the Civil War. Right, but this could, for him and for the 126 individuals who... As of yet. As of yet. Uh, I, I was... But like that West, just, that West Virginia legislature, person, the person from the West Virginia legislature should lose his job. Mm-hmm. She was an Olympic gold medalist. Yes, there's an Olympic gold medalist yeah, who was there. This is... Um, the guy who's going to be the number one Halloween costume this year, the actor with, with the horns. Failed actor. A failed actor with the horns. Um, he went on a hunger strike in jail because he would only eat and organic. the judge got him and his food. And the judge got him his food. White privilege. The white definition privilege. of white privilege right there. I was like, no what? One, you can't help but laugh at it, but you're kind of just like, I want to, what? I want to fight a rebellion against what? people for not taking away my rights. Then when and I get arrested for committing said rebellion, I will go on a hunger we'll strike, a hunger strike until I get, I get my, my organic, organic food. food. <laughs> I didn't. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. It was just, that's like the whitest thing that's ever happened. I uh, my jaw dropped. You I know, couldn't believe what I was reading. Viking helmets didn't have horns on them, but I bet you that guy doesn't know that. No, um, but the more and more that's coming out, you know, it's been a week since it this incident occurred. Which one? How he's still there a week later? I don't know. Two, uh, to see the footage of them underground with the viewing party that they were doing. But so much more is coming out about how much it really was an inside job and how panic buttons in people's offices have been, were ripped out. And, I mean, things I mean, are coming there's lots out of video like crazy. Of the Capitol Police waving them in. Waving them in. Uh, there were tours happening the day before of like, I mean, mm-hmm. this was not just... A march. I think a lot of the people who were there were part of just the march, but there was a huge grouping of them. It, it doesn't who, matter it, if, it's, an inside if job. it's I mean, ten this or is ten thousand. All it matters is that a um, an organized group of yes. people sought to obstruct yes. Congress from doing its duly appointed duties, mm-hmm. 
And as a result of that, uh, I think that is like a textbook definition of sedition. Oh, yeah. And under the 14th Amendment, none of these people should ever be eligible to hold office. Correct. And then under the 25th Amendment, I believe the president has shown his inability to execute his I office. I believe so. Um, and I think he has advised us of that. So maybe he just committed the 25th on himself and didn't realize it. My, my, whole, <laughs> my whole thing about this is that what's interesting about this time period is it's like the dumbest version of every, like, of every revolution. Like, this is the... Uh, this is the dumb version of the <laughs> schoolboys' rebellion from Les Mis. That meme cracked me up. This is like that did make me laugh. This is the we fought a war to end Nazism, mm-hmm. and people are marching in support of Nazism as patriots. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, it's horrific. Like, people that screamed "Blue Lives Matter" and "All Lives Matter" beat a Capitol police officer to death with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, like this bleak darkest timeline stuff you know i i my thinking about it is that uh when captain america went back in time he didn't return all the stones to the right place and that's why donald trump's uh, president uh-huh. i think Somewhere that's what stone happened got placed yep. Yep. i blame captain yep. america captain america or, what have you done i guess a lot of people would probably blame falcon because he's black oh. womp, womp, womp. <laughs> um but <laughs> s- seriously i i I hope as an industry, the entertainment industry takes its responsibility in um, in really telling these stories and not glorifying these people. Like, make these yeah. people monsters. These people deserve to be monsters. Yeah. They, like, you know, in 60, 70 years, we can talk about um, Trump's mindset or the mindset of some of these people from, like, uh, anthropological interest. Like, kind mm, of like... I you, like that, yeah. Like, the way we take interest in, like, how the way... Goering or Goebbels or like those those people, uh, Hitler, the way that like, yes, while they are still human and they still have humanity, what things kind of like were the tipping stones or tip, uh, dominoes, domino effect to lead them to where they became monsters. Right. These people, for the short term, should just be deemed monsters. You're not patriots. No. You're... No. Yeah. Sorry. No. I, I mean, if if I have any friends who still listen to this that are really ardent supporters of the president, please reconsider that and have a conversation with me. You just said that so beautifully. Please reconsider yeah. and have a conversation. Just, I, I yeah. Would, yeah. Yeah. Um, Man. It's, it's a mind-boggling time. Um, it is. It is. But you, know, you have some artistic news, if you want to talk about that at all. I have some artistic news. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, I what do? are you? I, I do. What is it? What, what is my artistic news? Um, yes. No, I'm going to be full-on training with Synetic uh, mm-hmm. starting February 1st, all all from home, mm-hmm. but it's going to be quite a commitment, and yes. I'm going to have to move my students around and, and figure out Lila's, you know, in, in those windows of when I have to be rehearsing, but that means I'm going to be really moving again multiple times a week in a way I haven't in a while, and mm-hmm. I am so excited about it, and I'm excited to see where it's going to go because we don't know where we are long-term as of the immediate present here, Atlanta, get back to Los Angeles, even New York possibly. We don't know. I'm glad to hear Atlanta Um, slide into that conversation before LA. Makes me happy. He really wants Atlanta, guys. He really wants Atlanta. It's just more affordable. It's way more affordable. I'm not against it. I just need to get to know it a little bit more because I love LA. Um, But being able to fully be training with them and become a member and be part of Synetic 
being here, and when the shows go back, hopefully I can be part of a show here, but there's, there's also a film division that's launching, and I'll be able to, now that I'm in, also hone in expand on that, that and yeah. expand wherever, what city we go to. So I'm just, this, this just kind of feels like a full circle fulfilled dream from 15 years ago when I first auditioned for the company when I was in college. And it just feels like something positive worth celebrating on an artistic side. And I'm, I'm quite thrilled about it. Amen yeah. to that. Thank you. You know, you know what happens? Uh, what happened 16 years ago, not too long ago? We met. We met. That's weird to think about, huh? On January 10th, 10th 2005. We met in physics class yeah. at American University. Too I was hard. sniffly because it was cold and snowy, and he came and brought a tissue and put it <gasps> on my desk. Or because you're just kind of perpetually a little bit under the weather. I'm, re- I'm really not, though. I know you're not. I'm no, just giving you. I'm just, I'm just ribbing you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but he had no recollection of that. And I thought, well, that no. was sweet of him. And I, he was like, I probably heard you sniffling. was trying to shut you up. Because <laughs> I probably had a hangover. <laughs> but yeah, no, 16 years ago, yeah. our relationship of knowing each other is old enough to drive. Yes. Well, in most states, yes. And that's wild. Yeah. Has it gone to 18 really isn't anywhere? Eight, isn't it 18 in the state of New York? I thought it was. Oh, did it move up to 18 in New York? I thought it was. It was supposed to go up to 18 in California. It was I don't supposed did, to though. in California, and it was supposed to here, but I don't think it ever actually... Yeah, I think just lower lower the driving age, lower the drinking age, and... I'll have way less problems. Lower the age to vote. Lower the age to vote? What would you lower it to, 16? 16. I, if you can drive, you can vote. I, or, yeah. 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 I also, like, lower... I, I also think there should be mandatory service, and I have a whole bunch of randomly, like, unpopular beliefs, but... Um, <laughs> save yeah. that for another day. We'll save that for another day. Um, it is... My mom's 70th, 70th birthday. birthday wow. this week on Friday, January 15th. Send all the love to Susan Myers, Susan Ellen Camera Myers. I only hope and wish that I look half as amazing. <laughs> it's only 34 years I, away. That's scary to think You're about. You're more than halfway there. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy, sir. <laughs> that yeah. is... Are those fighting words? I am giving him some looks right now. Are you upset um, No. But for my mom, it's just... 70 is big. It's a big one. Yeah, and it's just a shame that it has to happen this way. The yeah. fact that we can't celebrate big in the way she deserves is sad. Yeah. But we have, we have lots of things in the works. Yes. And uh, hopefully Friday will be a day that she'll love and celebrate and, yeah. and feel treasured. And, then and your we'll, dad can you know, call her old. Which he does until he then, six months later... Yeah, turns also turns seventy. <laughs> but that's it's it's pretty wild when your your parents and, and in my case I'm lucky to say parents and best friends uh, really do start entering a decade yeah. where you're like whoa. It's good. I mean, it's I'm I'm lucky to be friends with my parents too. It's yeah, good. no, it's wonderful. I'm just I just want her to feel celebrated, loved, and celebrated and yes. special. And, and it's hard these days. My mom is one in a million. For anyone yes. who knows her, she is one. And she's had a, a rough year. And it's been a really rough year. Yeah. So I just hope that she feels everything that she deserves to feel. Good. And we do. We have lots of fun things planned, so we'll we'll mention that. <laughs> one thing I do want to touch upon, and shortly, we can do it the quick version. Quick. But we didn't really get into When Harry Met Sally. Oh, okay. Because on New Year's Eve, we watched When Harry Met Sally. Yes. It still holds up, in my opinion. Uh, in my opinion, it is one of the best rom-com genre man-woman yes. relationship 
uh, movies uh, ever. Honestly, it's really funny because in my head, I'm like, God, oh, it's so cliched. But I realize it's not. It's the thing that created the, a lot of the cliches. Mm-hmm. Like, it played on certain tropes, but then also created certain tropes. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. It was, you know, you don't really realize... Like, like when you watch a bunch of different films, you don't always realize like, oh, right, that's only because of this. And like when you think of blockbusters or horror films and like you're like, oh, that's just like this. And you're like, oh, right, that's because that thing was copying this. Right. Um, I, I think that it's a very well done movie, incredibly well cast. The, uh, the ensemble, the relationships between all the characters are really well done. So good. It feels real. Certain aspects of it seem a little um, fantastical from like a... How affordable New York is, and well, yada yada, 80s. this, that, yeah, and the other. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, but you know, it's really, it's it still holds up. I never would have thought of it. Thinking back on it, I never would have thought of it as a New Year's Eve movie. But when it we is. were when we were looking up, you know, best movies to watch on New Year's, it just kept coming up, and yeah. I was like, why? And it's because so many scenes, including the pivotal scene. It takes place on yeah, New Year's Eve, and I just I had forgotten that, or it just didn't register, or or for whatever reason. But it was well, I had forgotten so that we watched it earlier fun. this like earlier since our you movie. had we we watched it once. With I would have like fought you on that, and there's I don't recall it. That's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is your? Um, and I loved Carrie Fisher in it. What is your like favorite small moment of that movie that doesn't often get talked about? Ooh favorite small moment of the movie because of course the big ones come to mind um the pecan pie scene it was all improv it was all yeah, improv great love that um it's the little things like when they're on the phone with each other and he goes well i'm probably just gonna you know watch tv and moan i can practice with you right now mm, mm, uh. mm. and it just shows they captured so well what real friendship yeah love and love real love is, is regardless of it being romantic or not it's right. just real love they and they really did they really did capture that and i i do love when they cut back and and the couples are telling their stories and i did i did love that um what about you I think small moment my, one of my favorite moments in the film is when uh harry and sally are talking after they have the date the double date they try to set their friends up on and <laughs> and then their friends run off together in a cab yep i think that that whole sequence at the dinner and thereafter until, you know, like it's later revealed, like how in love they are that it's like such a human thing. Like, I think I know what's best for you. Try this. Turns out I was close. <laughs> right. Right. And it, and the thing I, I just, I just love that cause it's so human and it reminded me so much of when like you tried to set me up with Amanda Carosa. <laughs> yes, um, I did. And, it makes me laugh because it's like there's a kinship and a love you have for your close circle of friends. Yeah. And sometimes because of how intimate you are with each other, you don't realize where those connections live, like uh, what part of your heart or how romantic those connections are. Um, and sometimes they bear themselves out. I thought it was just like very well-written. I mean, it's Nora Ephron. Um, it's Nora Ephron. But... Beautifully written, beautifully acted, very well directed. The yeah. editing is really strong. Yeah. Um, I just, I did not realize how incredibly tiny her waist was, Meg Ryan. 
Oh, itty bitty. She is like itty bitty bitty. Like a microphone. I mean stand. that that was. <laughs> I mean that was the height of her. Uh, but her uh, breakout I, moment. It's so delightfully eighties. Some of those apartments are just so gorgeous. His apartment. I know you audibly went. Oh, whoa. The scene where she's laying out the rug with him. Yeah. It's like a $15 million view. It's gorgeous, um, that apartment. And one of my favorite lines, and your dad looked at me during it, is um, I really think that they should put the um, obituaries and the real estate section together in the newspaper. <laughs> and I was like, he survived by, and he's leaving behind he's a leaving nice three-bedroom walk-up. three-bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah. Um, that's actually but the. I loved it. I'm actually reading that script this week. When so I met Sally? Mm-hmm. Are you really? Yeah. One of the commitments oh, I made to. Uh, one of my goals for the year is to mm-hmm. read a script a week. So it's not actually that hard, but it's um, a size. It's the size of a goal that I can like. What did you read last week? Uh, I re- read the script that I auditioned for. Oh, that counts. Yeah, I, I'm aware. <laughs> it was like a, a happy. <laughs> Yes, no, I, yes, <laughs> of course. Thanks, Boo. <laughs> you're welcome, you're welcome. Um, oh, my gosh. And so I'll pick a new script every week on That's Monday, great. and then I'll try to read it throughout the week. This is, I'm probably only really going to have time tonight, maybe, because I'm going to have to read a lot of contracts and do a lot of homework. we got a lot of contracts, a lot of homework, and we have a lot of decorating to do. So yeah, it's, be busy it's going to be a busy days. a few days yeah. over here. And I'm going to paint my mom's nails tonight because she needs a manicure. And we want her to be all... Feeling the purdy. Feeling, feeling the purdy. Yeah, and the party, but um, yeah, no, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen next week. We'll be speaking to you next week when we do this on inauguration day, so it's yeah. going to be really interesting to see how this week happens oh. and and what what events continue to unfold. But uh, as always, I'm just so happy to be doing all this craziness with you. It's a blessing. Yeah, love you. I love you too. And thank you all for tuning in. Like you say. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwalk. And, and this, this has been, been Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye-bye. Love, love, love is love. And Lila's amazing. Lila's amazing. We didn't talk about it. I know. Love is love. <laughs> Black lives matter. Yes. Be kind to each other. Mm-hmm. Stay healthy. Stay home when you can. God, we need a new president. It's Almost coming. Almost time. Almost time. One week. One week. Bye. Bye.